Whoever is joining the pod, man, we have we are mid pod, Marsh. Oh, it's Dal. Dalo. Yeah. To come mid pod, bana. Oh, he's in, he's in, he's in. Hey guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, <laughs> Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank Arsenal. you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Third World Perspective. My name is Pablo. I'm joined by Mr. Loops Caleb. Yes. Welcome guys, <laughs> welcome guys. <laughs> yeah, man, we here we talk about F1. I thought Caleb would have a, a longer intro. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Obviously, we are guest, man. Obviously, we talk about F1, but before we go into F1, we just want to let everyone know that today is June 8th. Today is World Oceans Day. It's actually um, a day that basically, as, as, as human beings, as a species, we're sitting back and looking at our oceans and like um, determining um, basically what is going on, man, with the, with the planet. Um, obviously, we all know the, the amount of pollution that this species has caused basically on the planet, but the oceans are, I think, mostly badly hurt. Um, the planet is, I think, a l- l- large part of it covered by water, and basically we have we have to do more. Um, obviously, plastics not recycled um, in this world account for over 60% of all marine debris so basically 60 percent of plastic that we do not recycle i think at the moment the amount of plastic that we don't recycle is i think 90 90 percent of plastic used and um we all know plastic basically lives um disintegrates in a thousand years but we only use it for like 13 minutes on average so basically um just to let our, our audience know man that basically um, try to limit use um, of plastic, um, try to recycle, try to reuse, um, basically make plastic extinct. I think we'll start that, that as a hashtag on, on Twitter, man. So basically, hashtag make plastic extinct, man. Yeah. Caleb? I'll be, joining, I'll be joining Twitter later in the day. <laughs> obviously, obviously man Caleb Caleb is not on Twitter but just um just um to, to touch on this before we move on since 1950s um humans have generated about 8.3 billion metric tons of plastic um since this is a research done in 2017 and yeah this is a this is a lot of um made um plastic it, it's comparatively it's 80 million blue whales 80 million blue whales, it's mad. Um, 822,000 Eiffel Towers slash 1 billion elephants. Um, so basi- basically, we have to do more, man. Like I said before, um, oceans contain 50 to 80% of all life on Earth. So basically, 
um the the the, the part of earth that we live on um land basically contains a smaller a smaller percentage of life on earth compared to the oceans you need to do more today's world oceans day man you can you can put it on your statuses tweet it out um basically spread the awareness that even if we blame the governments and everything as as individuals you can do more basically use less plastic basically reuse plastic basically recycle man hashtag make plastic extinct i think we can move on also oxygen 70% of the oxygen that we breathe is generated from the ocean so it's a it's a really big deal man basically yeah. spread spread the one yeah um so we'll go we'll go to f1 now at the moment we're going to discuss the azerbaijan grand prix in baku actually we are doing another episode we are doing the nba episode um i think it's coming out today when caleb interrupted us and told us about the race <laughs> yeah man I, i think the the time that you are speaking of i think there was a red flag i think max yes there was a red flag yeah it was interesting race of the year Oh, so far so far man basic so far obviously we've had six races right now um this was this was the sixth one um but it was very it was i think it was it was one of the most it had very good talking points especially um yeah. considering um the way that it ended without um without Max and Lewis was very unexpected i don't think any What anyone would have been on both of those guys not finishing the race when was the oh, last time uh... yeah lewis finished but like um on both of them not finishing within the points yeah when was the, when, when was the last time you remember mm-hmm. when uh, uh, the podium had no lewis or verstappen yeah it's it's been a while it's been a while man these guys have dominated the past two three seasons it's either one of them must be on the podium yeah <laughs> yeah but like obviously uh, um Sergio Perez um won um obviously he has been he has been he has a, he's having a very good season with Red Bull um Seb apparently driver of the day um yeah. finished finished on, in the podium places actually it, I, I don't think he started anywhere near top 5 I don't um I don't think he started qualifying I think he started he started 8th or 9th yeah uh, yeah so he was driver of the day um finishing second Yeah, yeah he had a very he had a very good dress i think i think he has been he's also um gelling really well at aston martin and pierre gasly for for alfa tauri as well so um it it, it was a unique race overall and a street race man we don't like street races at mercedes <laughs> <laughs> i love street races <laughs> yeah man but obviously obviously um Max crashing out with five laps to go was was actually one of the big one of the biggest talking points before the restart um before Lewis actually made that mistake but um I think it it was due to his left tire Pablo yeah it wasn't five laps there was only I think three or two laps remaining it was five laps go check it was five laps it was five laps it was five laps yeah okay Yeah, I think it was his left rear tire and um I think uh, during halfway halfway through the race Lance Stroll also had that same issue. Um it was it was almost almost similar to Verstappen's uh, situation and like 
these these obviously brought questions to Pirelli. Do you think um yes. Pirelli have an yeah. issue with their tires? Obviously, this isn't the first time that we've had that we are complaining about um in a form. And imagine it was the the hard compound ones. It was the hard compound ones that had the issues. The other guys yeah. were mediums. They didn't have uh, any problems. But the guys who and you know they wanted to go longer laps with the hard ones. I think those are the ones that had issues. So I think Pirelli has to compensate, uh, especially Red Bull and and uh, and Aston Martin for for that. So that was terrible, terrible tire choice. Yeah, do they have to compensate them in monetary terms? Yes, they do. <laughs> Man, obviously Pirelli came into F1 in 2011. Um, I think it's like it's like a decade now, and like obviously the tire issues are always um recurring every every season, every other season. We always um complain complain about Pirelli tires. Obviously, they try to make the tires as uniform and as as high quality as possible. But it's 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 actually it's something that you don't want to see in the sport. Obviously, that the fact that these these drivers obviously walked away unscathed and like they 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 weren't they were not hurt at all in those crashes. Uh, marks and lands, but um, it, you know, on another day it could have been fatal. On um, if drivers, um, I think it's 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 something that they should try to limit. It's gone. It's gone. Um, it's gone far too long, and they should they should try to limit that. Especially the the Verstappen uh, crash that was it looked bad. <laughs> yeah, and like the funny thing is just how just this is just to tell you guys how good the the, the Red Bull car is this season. Like Caleb has just said, it was a high impact crash. It looked yeah. really bad. But um, reports that came out yesterday after 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 analyzing the car from Red Bull is that there was surprisingly a small amount of damage, which was like most of us didn't expect. Man, it looked like a pretty bad crash. Yeah, that car is magnificent. You remember when uh, when Leclerc crashed in uh, was it Monaco? Yeah, and the gearbox was like damaged immediately. Yeah. And totally yeah, a, a big crash like the one Verstappen had. Yeah, I think I think Ferrari Ferrari basically the fact that they focus so much on quality sometimes it hinders the durability of the car. But like obviously the the Charles one was was a little bit uh, obviously Monaco is a very is a very difficult place to race. But I I I think he'll take that as a, learn, a learning point. He was very disappointed. He was he was on pole. He was very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have Obviously, won. Huh? he could have easily won that race in Monaco. Yeah, man, it was it was basically it was his race to lose, and and exactly yeah. he lost it. <laughs> Lewis obviously was second on the grid at the restart, and obviously was ahead of Sergio Perez, but um, he locked up his tires and ran into the escape road. We've all seen the memes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, we've all seen the memes, man. But apparently, brake magic is a setting that is used by Mercedes to help um hit the brakes, especially the front tire, the front brakes um in the in the in the uh, in the car. Um, by altering it alters, I think other other things. Um, but like the main thing that it alters are the brake bar settings. So if you turn it on, basically it hits the brakes and like um uh, I think it. it 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 freezes them or something. So that's that that's why he just went straight and he, he couldn't do anything about it. Uh, uh, wait, 
there's a they have a setting called break magic <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's called break magic louis was saying over the radio uh, he was asking his, his his engineer was asking um did i have the did i have the magic on and and the, the engineer said like yeah you, you think so was that why his brakes were heating up before they restart like you could yeah yeah that's why, that's why his front tires are smoking and everyone was yeah. going on yeah, like what's wrong with your car so yeah. that's the reason why yeah Oh, that's a very amateur mistake from a very experienced driver. Yeah, but but like you see, <laughs> I, um, I'll try, I'll try to, I'll try, I'll try not to be biased, but um, he, he didn't realize that that it was on, and uh, even Toto, Toto said that it wasn't a mistake from Lewis; it was just uh, an accident that rarely happened. So it was just, it's just one of those things that. I think the pressure got to him and the pressure that um it could it yeah. could finish yeah he could go like 20 20 something clear 20 something points clear of not 20 maybe 19 points clear of max um oh, that max, yeah. max was had was already had a, already had a dnf yeah i think i think it got to him and the fact also i think the fact that that checo checo is a, is max's teammate also also played a factor i think if if he had someone like seb or or, or Charles or someone else or Pierre Gasly or anyone um I think I think it would have been different I think the fact that Red Bull basically are ahead in the constructors championship um they are ahead with a lot of points I think I think that that also played a lot of a factor do you think it played a factor Yes I think it's it's not it's not easy to see uh Lewis Hamilton affected by pressure but I was just mm-hmm. surprised Couldn't he, he couldn't see the smoke coming out of his uh, of his tires. I think he was we're saying what were you, what were you saying before we interrupted? We're talking about uh, the pressure on Lewis Hamilton. I think for the yeah. first time in a very long time, the pressure got to him. He's usually yeah. calm, composed, collected, but today, I think also the events of the weekend, the way they struggled in qualification, coming back, issues with traveling for Valtteri. And then uh, the 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 race had been stopped. Uh, there was a safety car initially. There was a yellow flag. I think all those things played into his mind. And then all of a sudden, you have an opportunity to finish fast after all of those kills. He just lost concentration. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's 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 very it's very unique. Man, seeing Lewis um bow under yeah. pressure like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's over. and also I think I think also um that day there was there was I think a former a former um I think um principal for for McLaren I think he passed I forget his name but like yeah but I think there was there was someone that was very close to Lewis as well obviously the teams were the we also the news on Twitter or something so yeah also I I man we'll get we'll get the name man i'm so I'm, my memory is very bad right now man <laughs> but yeah but like but like louis said um i said after the race quote he said so very hard to take but mostly just really sorry to the men and women in the team who have worked so hard for those points but we will regroup and come back stronger i'm sure obviously it's quite a humbling experience to be honest we worked so hard this weekend to come back out of the top 10 and it was looking so good i put everything on the line and i fought as hard as i could today but like obviously i'm um, here to settle for 
I don't it, it was it P16 or P15 I'm seeing P15 P15 I thought it was P16 Oh Yeah I also thought it was P16 Yeah man I'm something P15 and I'm wondering but I I think I think it was P16 because I the thing that I remember is Mercedes tweeting out that it was P16 um but obviously it was so like I was saying obviously these guys had a very ter- had a terrible start to the weekend um obviously after after practice two um Lewis was at P11 and Bottas was at P16 um and they obviously um I think I think the the bad luck I think obviously started from Monaco um obviously um Lewis finished um P7 um in that one um Bottas didn't finish <laughs> after that um perhaps the longest pit stop in history <laughs> Yeah man is obviously is is Monaco took 43 hours but um I think it, yeah man he, he arrived at Baku 12 hours later than 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 expected um so um we are experiencing network issues like I was saying before you guys are getting you guys are getting a first a first hand I think second hand look into into the problems that we have over here the third world perspective basically shooting from africa is it's very difficult and we have network problems man telcom kenya safaricom kenya you guys need to do better man um obviously i think i've lost caleb um, um we, we had some interruption from dalmas and and marsh um a little bit of miscommunication um you, you, basically if you guys listen to the to third world you guys know dalmas and marsh their hosts are basi- basically mostly dalmas is on on nba marsh is mostly on football but like um a little bit of miscommunication but i think i'll just finish out the episode and talk about um the situation with botas um obviously he, he took his press conference um on friday um he took it um via zoom this is the the magic of the internet Obviously um I think he, he had a problem with his flight um it I think his flight was delayed by over 6 hours he had an issue I think there was an issue with the with the original plane it was stuck at Helsinki airport for over 6 hours so they basically they had to find a new plane for Valtteri Bottas in order for him to arrive at Baku um he got he got there 12 hours basically after the uh, the time that he was that he expected to arrive in Azerbaijan um but basically um botas basically could not finish um higher than so basically botas did not finish the race um like, but like obviously with both lewis and botas out of the points um in the weekend this meant that mercedes's 54 race run of formula 1 points came to an end um i think the last time they were i think the last time they were not in the points um was i think 3 seasons ago or something um perhaps the, i think 3 seasons ago um or 2 2 and something seasons ago when um i think the first or the second season for Bottas um at Mercedes but basically um they are this means they are now 26 points behind red bull in the constructors championship it's going to be a very interesting year obviously my predictions um if you guys didn't listen to the first episode the first episode when we were doing um the bahrain grand prix um the, the grand prix that lewis won 
Um, basically, I had, a, I had a very, I had a very bold prediction this season. I, I said that Max basically would take Lewis um, down to the wire, and I think Max would win the Formula One championship this season. Um, obviously, the, the 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 prediction that I think Caleb had was um, the one about Checo, and obviously he's also he's also kind of happened. Um, in, uh, this weekend obviously Checo right now is third in the Formula 1 standings he has 69 points uh, this one win in Azerbaijan but um basically Red Bull have, have come out to to compete this season obviously the French Grand Prix is next and um, that will happen in a fortnight um, but just some other news that to bring you guys in Formula 1 the Singapore Grand Prix has been taken out of the 2021 Formula 1 calendar um, it has been taken out entirely um, for the and this is the second consecutive year it has been taken out of the Formula One calendar obviously after last year due to COVID but this season it's very different um, I think the travel restrictions are mostly the impact uh, there are restrictions coming into Singapore and Formula One with the logistics it's just not possible to do a race because um, the amount of travel that is involved during the year is it's, it's, it's too much it's tiresome um obviously Seb won the last Grand Prix um the last Singapore Grand Prix back in 2019 um obviously Caleb Caleb will be a little bit disappointed disappointed by that Seb is a, Seb is basically his hero um you know we know how much how much love Caleb has for Germans um but Singapore has joined the Turkey Grand Prix the Canada Grand Prix Vietnam Grand Prix um the Chinese and Australian Grand Prix in cancelled races this season Obviously, the Turkey Grand Prix was replaced by the Styrian Grand Prix. I think it will happen either either the next race after the French Grand Prix of, or the next one after the one after that. Um, the the Canada Grand Prix obviously originally originally replaced by the Turkish Grand Prix, but that one won't go ahead. Um, but basically, the 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 Vietnam Grand Prix was replaced by the Portuguese Grand Prix, and and that has already happened. We all know. Um, Lewis won that one, but the the rest that we are all excited for this season and it will be a big one. Stefano Domenicali, basically the president of CEO, the president and CEO of Formula One, basically um, pulled the strings on this one, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Um, obviously, these guys built an entirely new track for this one, but from the from the track layout, it seems this will be the fastest and the longest street circuit in Formula One history. It's it's about 3.87 miles, which is five or five close to six kilometers. It will be a street race, obviously in Jeddah. Jeddah is a is a city um, in Saudi Arabia, just next to the Red Sea. Um, obviously, it will be the first Saudi Arabian Grand Prix in history. It is scheduled for fifth December, and um, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. It will start obviously with Saudi Arabia and the amount of heat that that is that is there basically during the day. It will start late in the evening and it will end under floodlights. Um, there is it will be a, it will be a, it will be a very interesting one. Obviously, we've never had um, a, a basically a grid like this one in Formula One. A grid with twenty seven corners and twenty seven corners doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a lot of corners basically in Formula One. Just to put into perspective, Monaco has only nineteen corners and Baku has twenty corners. So basically, um, we're excited for for this one, and um. 
the Azerbaijan Grand Prix done. Congratulations to Seb. Congratulations to Sa to Cheko. Congratulations to Pierre Gasly. Obviously, shout out also to Manu. Manu is a Cheko fan. I didn't know that. Manu Sirengo. I studied. I studied with him back in Kibabi High School. Um, but shout out to him as well. Charles finished fourth. Um, he finished in the points, and obviously this win for Checo um, pushed him above um, Lando Norris in the Formula One standings. Obviously Norris Norris finished fifth. Um, Bottas Bottas is now sixth in the standing man. Um, Charles has now has now eclipsed him. Charles finished fourth, and that took him to fifth in the Formula One standings. Um, these six these six races have been have been nice, man. I, I'm excited for the French Grand Prix. Obviously, it's just nice, man. To to basically, I love racing in Europe, man. Obviously, I think Azerbaijan is in Europe, but like, I I, I just basically adore racing in Europe. Um, obviously, the two wins for Louis for the two wins for Max this season, Monaco and Imola are are, are big. Um, Monaco was the unexpected one um for him, but Imola basically. Max actually raced really well. He also raced really well in Monaco, but like basically going into the weekend, um, we didn't see no one, no one saw Max winning that one. But like, I think the street races are very difficult for Mercedes. Um, I think the street, I think the street races are where basically teamwork is very key, and like Mercedes have have fallen, have fallen like below par, and they're they're fallen short um in terms of teamwork this season and that has hurt them a lot um also the mistakes as well um the fact that the team is not gelling really well as i think is also a factor that is also a factor why lewis um is not is making such mistakes mistakes that we are not accustomed to seeing from him but obviously he, he has now he, he has now three wins under his belt um he only he only needs two wins to make 100 grand prix wins um basically <laughs> a, a record man um in formula one history um but we'll see we'll see how the season goes on we'll take this um these these two weeks that are that are that are that are between the 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 previous race and and the french grand prix and like we'll look forward to the next one but basically thank you guys for listening if you've gotten to where we we've got um this um this episode despite the many interruptions um with when it comes to network but basically just support the pod man help us help us to get better wi-fi man help us to get um better network uh, connection man telecom and safaricom are it's bare trash man so basically help us man we have a listener support segment man if you're obviously our second biggest audience is the is the united states with over 36 percent of our audience coming from the u.s but like basically just support us with as little as a dollar um we, we have a google pay um basically section you can support us with as little, with as little as a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars basically help us to create better content help us basically to create better episodes for you guys you can follow the pod on instagram at 3rd world perspective you can follow the pod on twitter at third world pod you can follow me on twitter i'm usually tweeting about major sports including f1 um, at Pablo Iconero, you can follow Caleb basically on Instagram at TechScarlet. Um, I think he's joining on it's joining Twitter the um today. Um, he has promised me he'll join Twitter for weeks now. Um, if he joins if he joins Twitter today, I'll shout him out. You guys can follow him then. Um, but basically, thank you for listening to the pod. Thank you for for getting to where we've got, and um, we'll see you guys in the next one, man. Ciao.